0: Hello, I think I'm live, hopefully, hope you guys are doing well, it's been a blessing to be able to do this, Um, doing this uh, by the grace of God, Um, we don't uh, ask for donations or anything like that, this is just straight up, um, definitely because the Lord has blessed us to be able to do this. My wife and I, um, she interestingly had a word, um, earlier today, she was out for a walk and, um, one of these days I'm going to get her on here. Um, she's a pretty cool lady. Um, but I'll share quickly. Um, she was praying, um, about just our finances, just probably praying for all of us praying for our family all that good stuff and um she told me that as she was in this walking through this very nice neighborhood that we're close to in the town we live in she saw um just almost like a weeping a mourning um of the people that live in that area um it's a very wealthy area um and they're weeping because they were seeing their finances dwindling and um, she was hearing from the Lord that um, soon soon there's breakthrough coming you know now obviously we don't know the time um, as I'll share a little bit uh, quickly I wrote down notes so I could just fly through this Um, I didn't want to Take up too much of your time. I just wanted to share this and encourage you guys as you guys are in your own journeys, doing whatever the Lord has called you to do um, in your season. Um, thankful to other people that are on YouTube. Uh, I just, you know, as as many of us have been seeing, as many of you guys have been sensing, there is uh, pouring out uh, as we've been seeing, uh, hearing words of revival. For years you know what i'm saying i've been praying for revival for a long time but at no time at no point in time was i you know thinking that it would be like this where people you know um you know and, and i guess i should have seen it because there had been some people before us, some forerunners that have been saying that this would be a nameless and faceless revival that there wouldn't be one person um heading up this you know this movement it'd be a move of god where everyone um who gets a word would just say hey i got this word i'm just going to put it out there and the lord did show me that there the airwaves would be flooded with his glory that there would be a time where the good news the proclamation of his good news would flood the airwaves and it would overflow and it would overcome a lot of the negativity that's out there that we're listening to hearing the lies the falsehoods the false narratives you know and so now we're seeing chaos and disorder injustice it's rampant um everything uh political systems uh, department of justice all that stuff um who do we trust we don't know if you even look at Um, some of the people that were supposed to be heading up our country, they're making money off of injustice, they're making money off of pandemics. Um, you know, they, the, the lawmakers might not be directly, but their spouses are, it just seems kind of fishy, right? Um, and the good news, I wanted to say, you know, in terms of this wealth transfer, Um, this is good news, but it's, it's more than just the finance, um, the good news. It's even more than just, uh, it's even more than a promise to eternal life. I saw a brother, um, he wrote in the comment section, he was talking about, we are, uh, you know, in a time where people have just been looking to get out almost as if we're practicing escapism. A lot of people, the way they look at our, um, Our Christianity, our faith is uh, a get out of fire, get out of the fire card, a fire insurance card. You know what I'm saying? And that's not what we're here for. You know what I'm saying? Um, There are people around the world that are uh, having travails. They are groaning. They are crying out for the Lord to move, right? And the, the call to action is a part of the promise. The call to action is a part of the kingdom move of God. The kingdom always wants to take territory um we're not looking to just get out to heaven we're taking territory now in the name of jesus you know you look at some of our people in the bible david a lot part of his mandate was to wage war against the enemy right his um part of his mandate was to rid the land of the giants so he rid the land of one of the giants but if you notice he was ready he had five stones. He was ready for the brothers. Giant, uh, Goliath had uh, other brothers that were as large and as formidable as him. And the giants, they were a people, uh, or a, a race of uh, entities that were enslaving people. They were cannibalistic, and they did just as the Nephilim did. They took women, in, or they created the Nephilim. The fallen angels took women. And just like their predecessors, they were um, enslaving them. So our generation also was called to rid the land of the giants again. Now, the giants look a little different. The giants um, are roaming underground, right? You see, you can can Google giants, giant bones, and you can see before um, they get taken up by the Smithsonian or whoever. There's pictures on the internet, okay? So this stuff is real okay they were interact they're interacting with fallen angels fallen ones giving direct orders so those would be corrupted by illegitimate gain who are those being corrupted it's the systems right so that's why i believe a part of this wealth transfer the people that have been sort of heading this up they've been wanting um to continue to reap as much as they can they're gonna reap what they've sown but it won't be um to the ends they desire um you know juxtaposed to David was Saul and he missed the opportunity to adhere to a new kingdom pattern he allowed the Amalekite king to live so we have to understand the king the Amalekites was of a mixed hybrid system all right so part of these systems and it's still going on right now these are the injustices that we will be able to to help uh, alleviate I believe um, they're sacrificing children to demons sexual debaucheries unto these gods, the seeking of power through these mediums to foretell the future, to try to move time, control spiritual spaces, right? That's what the most powerful among us do, the elites, not all of them, but a lot of them. And if they, even the elites, the ones that are good, they can't say anything because they don't want to be stripped of their earthly gain, right? Some of them don't adhere to the same kingdom patterns we do the Vatican complicit with these practices the Jesuits the Knights Templar they're all obsessed with power and subjugation and holding on to what they feel is important it's the things of this earth so even the formation of our most powerful countries were formed under the guise of creating nation-states where freedoms could not be withheld by one family but still those are all just a ruse it's a global problem right bloodlines conspiring against the people of God Those who might become his people. Everyone is targeted through the systems we interact with. So we're overthrowing these things, right? This is a part of the whole narrative, I believe. Jesus tells us he would do these things and much more. Those are some of his parting words. What are we going to be doing, right? So, with the entrance of this wealth transfer, I believe we're going to move into unexpected directions because our attitude will begin to be why can't we heal this person? Why can't this business work? Why shouldn't we go on a mission to this place? If we we will see him move in such a mighty way, we will see nothing as impossible. We'll see the earth realms as just that. I believe once the matrix, once we break out the matrix, once this things like this happen, our eyes are open, the scales fall off our, eye, our eyes as well. We're hoping and believing something um, greater than we can even imagine, all right? we've never seen it. This is something that the world has never seen. Okay, so our systems are based on the old paradigms, our religions based on the old paradigms and ideas, our imagination's been hijacked, right? When's the last time any of us have seen angels, right? Some of us see angels, but we really have to get into a quiet place and be in the spirit, right? But just imagine. So I've had to repent myself. Okay, I've, I've had to, um, you know, I've been prompted to share the gospel with somebody, you know what I'm saying? And I didn't do it because um, something inside of me didn't want to um, hear a no, or have to argue you know, whatever it would be, you know, I've seen two people come to Christ this year, because it took a, a step, you know, it's been I've been a Christian for 18 years. Um, and I remember when I first became a Christian, anybody I talked to. They, I, I would try to share the gospel with them because is the greatest thing on earth. But I forgot very quickly as I moved to these religious systems, as I went to church and I learned how to do church and learned about the Christian culture. It's not that I didn't love the Lord, but I forgot about the mission, right? A part of his mission is to understand that the people are crying out, the widows, the orphans, the sick, the brokenhearted, the depressed, the oppressed. Right. Psalm sixty-six, seventeen, twenty is, I cried out to him with my mouth, his praise was on my tongue. If I had cherished sin in my heart, the Lord would not have listened, but God has surely listened and has heard our prayers. Other times the people are crying out. We see it in Exodus many times. It came about in the course of those many days that the king of Egypt died, and the sons of Israel sighed because of the bondage. They cried out and their cry for help because their bondage rose up to God. People are crying out, and I believe the Lord has, has, has heard it. But I, I believe a part of him hearing their cries is saying, okay, who can I use? So we have this interesting dialogue that continues to move in and through us, is that he doesn't want a people to be robots. He wants a people. Uh, willing of a free choice to move into partnering with him but even before there was a word you could see people moving to be in conjunction with his very nature I'm talking about Enoch and Elijah there wasn't a scripture to tell them to do that they just had a relationship with the Lord and they wanted to see his 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 Lordship preeminent over all the earth so Moses cried out to the Lord saying what shall I do to these people a little more and they will stone me all right so there's a little bit of fear there before the people I believe the Lord is awaiting a company who would speak out against injustice ask the Lord which mountain you're assigned to so part of this wilderness period or before as we're moving into a wilderness period because um, I'm talking about also a great reset a possible great reset This is something a lot of people have been talking about i've i've felt it okay i felt that things were changing so rapidly and that as the systems that are in power right now the prince of the air and all his cohorts they don't want to continue on where we have a say in anything so everything we've seen up until this point has been a move to silence people a move to create a problem and then a move to also create a false solution. Obviously, the false solution always leads to the Antichrist, right? Somebody say, "I have the answer." We have one world government, one religion. All right. Somebody told me the other day, a sister after church, she said, "You know that they, the Pope declared a one-world religion, Christlam." Okay, they reinstituted one of their orders. Okay. But that allows us to see that they're scrambling. Okay. They're doing these things because they have an agenda and they want to move quickly expediently. I believe because they might be seeing some signs of the Lord moving in miraculous ways. I believe they're even hearing these things over the waves and they're saying, Oh my gosh, they're rising up. They're crying out. We got to do something before the Lord acts. Because all of them—Hollywood, DOJ, banking systems, education, politics, whatever—it needs a touch of the Lord. So this is why the wealth transfer is important as a as a concept to me, and as as I believe something that we'll see in our in our lifetime very shortly. You know, I've heard October 22. I've heard whatever I've. I'm ex- I'm looking at the date now. We're in the time of Rosh Hashanah, which is a, a interesting period in the Hebrew New Year. We've grafted in. The Lord never stopped. He never said stop adhering to these feasts and festivals. They remind us of who He is. So I am observing what's going on. You know, we stopped celebrating Christmas. You know, a lot of people don't like that. <laughs> That's cool. You continue to celebrate Christmas I'm not gonna say anything about it but what I do know is that Christmas was not instituted as a holiday unto Jesus Jesus was born in at around September 11th okay it sounds like a very familiar date right and if you know about the solstices and the timing of the moons and the suns the winter solstice falls on Christmas and then it, it's it's preceding the spring solstice, which is Easter, which is unto the goddess Ishtar. They used to practice um, the celebration of Saturnalia in the winter solstice, which is unto the God of Saturn, which is also known to the Egyptians. I think is the God of Horus, if I'm not mistaken. And these were festivals with debaucheries and they would sacrifice somebody. Okay. So we got to know these things. But further on because of this of these wealth transfers because of what we're seeing, I believe a move of God is already being percolated. The move of God always needs finance. You look at Billy Graham Ministries. You you can't even fathom how much money it took to pack out a stadium. The world systems will partner with you if you come up with some greenbacks or some bitcoins or whatever it's going to be. Right? They'll partner with you because all they see is money. Azusa street revivals back in the 1900s. They had to rent out tents or whatever. Toronto fire, Brownsville revival, so many others. It takes finance. And it's just the fact of the matter. I said it in the last one. Jesus interacted with the systems as as it was fitting to. Okay. So the Lord's empathy is being passed on to us in this time. Because we're seeing the need for the move, we're saying, okay, we're here. And before we even got wind of the wealth transfer, many of us were crying out for a move of God. What if this was the move and you would be found wanting for a move? OK, so Martin Luther King, Jr., he was told to stop leading the boycotts. He was told to stop fighting for the workers in the unions. All right. This is for some of those folks that kind of say to you pro- You've probably talked to some folks. What are you into this wealth transfer thing for? Da da da. Hey, if the Lord says something's going to happen, are you not going to pray for it? and want to see it come to pass why not why you know what I'm saying? you want to stay a status quo don't you want to see things change you know what i'm saying don't you want to use what the lord's going to do and bring about something new right so they told martin luther king he had a dream they told him they said you need to stop with all this these are clergy i told him to stop dreaming okay and this is a part of the power struggle that we're in because the systems sometimes they don't want to see change, especially religious systems. Sometimes they want to see you move out of where you've been. They want people to just sit in the pews and um, to flip through, you know, through the scripture for the day and go through the motions. You know what I'm saying? But what if you could see something on the horizons in the spirit realm? And you can move towards that and pray towards that. What if God had put something in your heart to cultivate? The Jubilee period ensured that the people working the land would get rest. The wealthy landowners would be reminded who God really is. The heart of God is that everyone would know his goodness. His ways have mis- has been misaligned for too long and he is speaking to those who would listen obey and act at once in a generation type of outpouring that set forth offense that will change these end times the enemy has an agenda to bring the people to ruin those who operate with him and those who oppose him both the enemies to his cause so in the end it doesn't matter the the systems they'll chew them up and spit them out okay so we have pity on those who we bless them in the name of jesus we dust off our sandals and keep them moving all right and this is not just about the wealth transfer we're just talking about revival as well okay we need to be looking to the horizons okay at the beginning stages of the sea war, the descendant of man was destined to war with anything and everything the enemy constructed as false blueprints to this false life all right so we're saying we know this god wants to mend all people it's unfathomable that god would destroy a whole race of people but we must understand i'm talking about the flood and we must understand that everything was corrupted everything now is corrupted okay i don't know what he's gonna do how he's gonna do it his plans with resetting and all that stuff maybe jesus does come back right away you know what i'm saying or maybe there's a period before Jesus comes back I mean the scripture talks about it right we don't know how it comes when it comes all right we don't know if we're in that period right now but I said before everything that's happened scripturally speaking everything that's needed to happen has happened okay in terms of Israel being a nation-state all sorts of stuff a lot of prophesied things have come to pass all right so up against all these systems and behind them angelic fallen angelic creatures elites bloodlines right and they've been trying to declare a great reset it's in the news already all right that's what the financial thing was about they tried to declare a great reset the way they make it seem is that they're trying to straighten things out so that our economies can get back on track but what they want to do is derail everything so that the banking systems can put a stranglehold on everything okay they're doing that because I believe as they're connecting with these spiritual entities they're seeing that God is doing something in the heavenlies okay you can sense yourself you can sense amongst your friends and your family and the people you pray with the people you connect with God has been doing something in the heavenlies. he's been moving you towards deeper times of prayer he's been moving you towards ideas which are very grandiose okay who would believe a man to say i would shut up the heavens for three years or whatever it was right elijah they stopped the rain for three years the king had to go to him and say turn the faucet back on man okay our people are dying the crops it's desolate come on man what are you doing come on talk to your god and make it happen because I I won't be able to stay in this kingship any longer. They know you're the one who did it, so come on. But God's hand will not be stayed or held back. When he moves, he moves mightily. I believe that the enemy is trying to force this end time period, seeing that this might be one of his last moves. So eventually, there will be an end time period, but they want to bring it to a head quicker okay because they want to rule and reign they want the abomination they want the desolation they want a fake end time war they're watching a body of christ mobilizing all the earth and we as a remnant are tired of being apathetic disenchanted and tired of being slaves on top of having to find our own straw and make our own bricks As been of all the other moves It was an elect and power structures of elites still, even after seeing a move of God, right? Even Moses, he had to go see his people. He had to go down and see his people. He had no idea what the conditions were. Most of us know what's going down, All right? We're not aloof. Most of us are uh, still worrying about the next three months. You know, we, we have jobs, we have businesses, whatever. But we don't know what might come down the pipe. You know what I'm saying? The last couple years, I didn't know if this my business would prosper. The Lord told me it would. So I acted in faith and kept it moving. But, you know? Here's the thing, though. When wealth transfer comes, we have to be careful to tend to our hearts. In the heart of the Lord first. Or we're going to have another golden calf moment. And squander the opportunity okay the journey to the promised land was supposed to last 11 days okay you look at the map it wasn't 40 it wasn't a 40-year journey they went in circular routes around the around the desert okay we have to be careful so perhaps not financially but as a whole people who aren't happy and haven't dealt with their character they might not even enjoy the wealth transfer after it all happens relationships still become troublesome all right and if there's no sight for what the kingdom wants what Yahweh wants what Yeshua wants hey it's tough sledding but he wants to take his people into spacious places so what I say and I'm hoping this was short enough what I'm saying is let's start dreaming okay not about all the th- things you know I-, I had to catch myself not about all the things that we're gonna buy you know what i'm saying start dreaming about opening up medical spaces clinics you know that take medicaid or medicare whatever it is old folks homes where people are safe halfway houses you know pantry places where, where homeless and uh destitute and uh, people living on paid pay, paycheck to paycheck whatever start thinking about these places you know start thinking about how to serve the communities you're in start thinking about missions trips you know what I'm saying I keep thinking I need to go to Africa for some reason okay I've got no money to, you know I, I pay my bills and save up some money here and there but you know maybe it's an act of faith right This is the parable the Lord put on my heart. It was Mark 4, 13-20, just about. So Jesus said to them, Don't you understand this parable? How then will you understand any parable? The farmer sows the word. Some people are like seed along the path where the word is sown. As soon as they hear it, Satan comes and takes away the word that was sown in them. Others, like seeds sown in rocky places, hear the word and at once receive it with joy. But since they have no root... They last only a short time. When trouble or persecution comes because of the word, they quickly fall away. Still others, like seeds sown among thorns, hear the word. But the worries of this life, the deceitfulness of wealth, and the desires for other things come in and choke the word, making it unfruitful. Others, like seeds sown on good soil, hear the word, accept it, and produce crop. And here's the key part right here. Some 30, some 60, and some 100 times what was sown. Now, a lot of you, it wasn't until a couple years, I heard a teaching by a nice lady named Nancy Cohen um, or Dr. O, I can't remember, Dr. Obaniah um, or, or Justin Paul Abraham. I can't remember which one of those guys, maybe Nancy Cohen. And she was basically talking about a time of sacrifice, a time of fire right where and it was a lady actually talking about it today too forgot her name an older lady um i have to dig it up but basically when the lord calls us into something he blesses us there's a measure that's poured out based on what the lord thinks you can handle but also sometimes in this in this instance with an outpouring with a wealth transfer he might just dump the bucket out and some will be able to catch more because the vessels have been made ready the wine skins have been made ready you put old wine or new wine into old wine skin what's it going to do it's going to burst it's the same here but here's this interesting there was a production from what was sown all right so he's threw it, the, the seed was thrown, but the fertility of the ground, right? The depth of the ground, where can the roots go? You know, how much can this word really change us, right? So 30, 60, and we always expect if we're thinking mathematically in a Greek way, in a linear way, in our Western way, we think 90 But the Holy Spirit wants it to is 100, 30, 60 and 100. So with us, we get 90 on our own. It's 90. But when the Holy Spirit comes in, it's 100. I'm talking to the 90 right now. Some of you guys have left the, the thing. It's been too long. 30 minutes. That's cool. Some of you guys are hung around. I believe this is for you the 90 know that they need the holy spirit for that 100 percent move of god whatever the move will be in your life you are asking to receive the fullest anointing over your life in the name of jesus with that anointing comes the announcement the proclamation that jesus is lord over your whole life over your we declare and decree the blood of jesus over your house your chariots the people you oversee the people you disciple It's a total sacrifice which leads to a total anointing. Okay, which leads to a total total overflow. Okay, A total downpour, right, is the beginning. But there's an overflow. Okay. So we are becoming the first fruits, the harvest of the Lord, which are firstly for him, a delight to him, and a glory to be seen as the handiwork of his hands. People will come to see the light. People come to see what the Lord has done in your life. And you. people will say, how'd that happen? You say, I had a word from the Lord, okay? I, uh, I set my stop limit order there, whatever. I went on FTX, I set it up, whatever. They're the only ones I could find. Maybe you have others. They're the only ones I could find that actually let you do a stop limit order. that's gotta tell you something. All right, Weeble wouldn't let you do it. Robinhood won't let you do it. A lot of the exchanges will not let you put a stop limit order if the if if Shiba Inu hits a dollar or two dollars or five dollars, whatever it is, or dollar oh seven, it won't let you set that stop limit order. That's got to tell you something right there. All right, a people there is a, a people that have not bowed the knee. Okay, you are those people. You're seeing everything going on and you're saying, no, I'm going to keep believing that the Lord's going to do something. Wealth transfer, new jobs, um, spouses, righteous spouses, righteous relationships, new churches. If you guys have had a, a problem with a body of Christ being cast out for whatever reason, okay. Some of us are weird. It's all right. Some of us belong in the desert, in the wilderness. Some of us don't belong in the city, in the empires. Right now is the positioning. It's the full alignment of what God wants to do in your life. The fullest expression of God's love will be poured out so that in it, it'll it will runneth over. All right? So just as Elijah, he's crying out to God, feeling like he's alone in all this. God says to him, there are thousands that have not bowed the knee to Jezebel. There are thousands who are not sacrificing the idols killing babies performing sex magic in the sacred temples or defame defiling the, the temple this means that the lord wants to fully transfer his purposes to you so i ask you do you want the full upgrade or do you want some of the old operating systems and this is just a global question okay this is just everything i said yes lord we receive Yes, Lord, we receive all of you. Whatever it is you want to do in my life, I'm down. If you want to send me to Timbuktu, I'm down. If you want me to take another job, it's less pay. But I've been feeling a tug to be a part of this type of thing. Yes, Lord. If you've got ideas to put on your heart and you're you're seeing that wealth transfer, pray into it fast and pray, fast and pray. So every system needs a kingdom upgrade. We are the technology for this kingdom operation. We're going to break the matrix. Okay. Every age requires an upgrade. Sometimes upgrade resource requires resource. All right. We require the resource. We are the resource. We are the light. We are the salt. We are the city on the hill. But people go to those cities on the hill. For something that they can see with their eyes. Sometimes I see the glory of the Lord, but sometimes I see something that reminds them of glory. Sometimes I see something that reminds them of wealth. Okay? So each age presents a new set of problems. However, there are solutions the enemy knows not of. You are the solution, you are the hands and feet of Yeshua HaMashiach Adonai. This is my encouragement to you guys. Let's operate in our power and authority to speak to the wind and silence it. Let's operate in our power and authority to call forth the downpour. Let's pray and believe in the unimaginable. Loaves and fishes, coins in the mouth of the fish, water from the rock. And I can keep going. On the third day, he rose on Pentecost there were tongues of fire. And many were added that day. In the name of Jesus, I thank you for everybody who's um, been taking the journey. Thank you for all the brothers and sisters who have been prophetically uh, sharing their dreams, sharing their visions, sharing their words. Lord, I thank you um, for the mothers, the fathers. I thank you for the ones that. Um, financially are struggling I thank you lord for the ones that uh have just missed a paycheck and i thank you for the ones that are gonna get a paycheck in their in their mailbox and didn't expect it i thank you for the ones that are gonna get a, a, a full meal tonight lord i thank you for the ones that are gonna get restoration in the relationships in the name of jesus i pray the blood of jesus over minds so they'd be stilled pray the blood of jesus over hearts that they would be at peace tonight in you i pray the blood of jesus of those that would want to know a silence in their minds i speak to every illegitimate spirit and i say quiet in the name of jesus i ask you lord that as people are crying out that lord you fulfill their needs that god you don't give stones when we ask for bread they don't give scorpions lord when we need fish lord i just pray that all of our needs would be met and that god they'd be met exceedingly and abundantly lord i thank you for life i thank you for justice i thank you for your righteousness lord i thank you that you are the king the savior our Messiah the one who came for us the one who's taken us to higher Heights Lord Jesus Lord, I pray into the wealth transfer I pray for an overthrowing of the systems what I pray that God we would see how to build what the kingdom wants to build how to partner with our angels how to partner with the Saints how to partner with our brothers and sisters here on earth how to see one another as powerful beings of the kingdom, that each one of us has a gift. Each one of us has a calling and a purpose. Each one of us is set apart to be a part of the move. I pray for a flood. I pray for a downpour. I pray that, Lord, you would make yourself known unto the earth, that, Lord, you would be glorified, that, Lord, you would be magnified in the heavenlies, magnified on the earth and that god we would be readied to be mobilized to be activated in the name of jesus lord ignite us where we need to be ignited give us creativity lord where we need creativity lord And most of all lord let us know that we're loved that god there's nothing we can do to make you love us more lord remind us that you've never left us or forsaken us and that God, even now you're with us. That even now, we're seated at the right hand of Jesus Christ. That even now, we have that same authority. That right now, we have that same gift, the Holy Spirit, the Kadesh Ruach. Lord, be with us as we sleep tonight. Protect us in our dreams. Protect the dreams of the prophets. Protect the dreams of the dreamers. Protect the visions of the visionaries. Protect the businesses that are just coming into fruition. Lord, allow your hand to guide us as we move into this new age, this next age, this kingdom age. Lord, we pray for your will to be done in our lives. We set ourselves before you as a sacrifice. We set our dreams and desires on the altar. And Lord, we come clean with you. We admit our faults. We repent of our misgivings. We give up our hurts and our habits and our hang-ups. We forgive those, Lord, who have come against us. And we seek reconciliation this night in the name of Jesus. We ask for a reparation, our repairing of any broken bridges. But we ask for, Lord, the ones that have left the faith to come back. Lord, we ask for the prodigals to come back. We ask for a revival in the name of Jesus across the world, not just the U.S., but in South America, China, Africa, and all of Europe, Russia, Ukraine, Canada, everywhere, Lord. That, Lord, you'd be glorified. That, Lord, there would be an outpouring on all flesh everywhere at once, Lord Jesus. Lord, we seal up all these prayers across every timeline, across every age, in every realm in the name of Jesus, amen. Thank you guys. I love y'all brothers and sisters. Thanks for hanging out, being a part of whatever is going on. Keep praying for uh, us. Keep praying for everybody, pray for my family, pray for my business, that would be the the coolest thing y'all could do. I won't, I won't ask y'all for money or nothing like that. I feel like the Lord has spoken to me on that, and he told me, you know, he's he's going to bless um, my business um, so that I can do ministry, you know. Uh, pray for my seminary work. I'm finishing that up. I got nine credits left um, after this semester, so pray for that. Um, I'd love to be a part of y'all lives. If y'all want, put in the comments, prayers. We can pray for y'all. Um, pray for your marriages. Pray for your kids, whatever it might be. And we even, you know, shoot you guys advice and books and all that stuff that, you know, we've read. That might be a blessing to y'all so thank you guys and uh y'all continue on keep building the kingdom in the name of jesus amen